Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the proverbial lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Uh, today is Sunday, April the 26th. It's raining, and it's the type of rain outside that is like fat globules of rain that just sink into your soul and make you feel like wearing sweatpants until the day you die. With that being said, today's guest is none other than, he used to be my assistant, but now he's just turning into you know, weekly guest, Mr. Keith DeAngelis. How you doing, Bob? Nice to see you, man. Been a, been so, a little bit. Right off the bat, we got to talk about it. Yeah. You shaved your beard. What happened? You know, I just had like, I guess a quarantine breakdown. You know, you just start <laughs> losing. <laughs> you just start losing it every now. I had that beard for so long and I've never shaved down to the bones as this is, as it were. But uh, well, you look good though, man. You thank you. Good. Yeah, I mean, it's already starting to grow back, you know, and I know it's going to grow back, but I usually get it, like, trimmed and taken care of by uh, Greg Rasko over at, um, oh. over at Gus's Butera here. Yeah, you know, he takes, dude, he, nice little fade. I usually shave my head completely bald, and then he just, you know, does it all, and it works out good, but I'm not really good at that, so I just went in and took it off. My kids were not happy about it, shockingly. You, that's, like, that, it's weird you say that, because when, when I shaved my beard, at the beginning of uh, this nightmare pandemic when everyone thought that I had the COVID, um, <laughs> my son didn't want to talk to me. He, he was scared of me. He was like, who is that? What's wrong with daddy? And I went back in my mind to like when my dad shaved his mustache in like Seattle City, like 1993. And I was scared of my dad too. Right. It's weird because you're used to seeing someone. It's like Alex Trebek. Remember you oh, saw dude. him without, right? When you saw him without, it was weird. But now you think it's weird. You just get used to it. Alex I, Trebek should have never shaved his beard. But he never. His muscle, never. But he looks, he looks all right now, though, I think. Right? I think I'm used to him now. It takes a while, but you get used to it. I almost forget what he looked like with the mustache, right? I feel, uh, look, I feel bad for him that he, you know, he's going through the cancer and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and it's cool that he's like a survivor and stuff like that. Um, but prior to um, his sickness, I used to watch Jeopardy religiously, um, mainly to show off my uh, vast knowledge of educational <laughs> content um, with my family, just to prove to them kind of that I am smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just to be like, well, I knew that. That's a, what is a peninsula? But um, no, I've always loved Jeopardy. And I've always had this like nightmare that like, um, you know, I finally like, you know, I get on Jeopardy and I'm like, on the show and like i prepared myself i i've watched a bunch of like reruns and then i get on there and i'm like in the negative you ever see when somebody's in the negative number and they're just like oh shit dude what am i gonna do i feel like a lot of jeopardy's like knowing how to hit that button those people get on there and they don't know how to hit the button right and then you know if, if you're real quick on the button those people are probably all relatively as smart as each other obviously a couple of the people like ken jennings and it's are really smart but you know what i'm saying like yeah. if you if you i think it's a combination of being able to hit that button properly and knowing the answer. Cause you see him hitting it. You know what I mean? I think there's a timing to it and certain people have it and other people don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like life. It's all about timing. Yeah. yeah I got this right here. So like, the, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause you see the person there like this, but then the other guy's just like, and he's right in. There's like a perfect timing right after he's done talking and right after it comes in. 
and certain people have it and certain people don't. I think that's part, a lot of part of the game, you know? That's an excellent point. I, I think that, like, for sure, there's, like, a team of professionals who are, like, underneath, like, the contestants who are, like, <laughs> okay, now is when we open it up for them to click the button. And they're <laughs> right? the ones who, who decide. Right. You don't understand the, uh, the underlying conditions and Jeopardy match, you know? There's nothing quite like um, – I used to love, like, uh, spelling bees, like, anything that's, like, competitive with education. I always loved that stuff, man. I used to wreck shop at spelling bees, man. Yeah? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think I, I want to – I'm better at spelling now, but I'm still – I always question myself. I'm like, wait, did I spell that right? And I got to go in – I'm constantly yeah. spell checking just to make well, you sure. You help me with that because it's like sometimes like on Facebook or if you're like typing something like on your phone, like it, it, it just, it, it's the wrong thing. Cause it's like, you know what I mean? Like the, what's it called? The, um, autocorrect. Yeah. I should just probably let the audience know that, uh, I'm not feeling too good right now, but Why I'm committed to the good? show. I was going to bring this up. What, what's the matter with you? <laughs> you don't look like yourself. You don't. I'm out of it. I'm totally out of it. And you know what? I'm dedicated to the podcast. And I'm dedicated. We're going to do the 11 show, but we had some problems this morning with BeLive. So I said, let's come over here on Zoom. Let's do another traditional episode of Bobcast with the Zoom video. You know, hey. But, um, oh, God, I don't even know how many days. It's, okay, so January 24th was the last time I had a drink. Okay. So last night, I decided to break that seal. After 45, 44 days of quarantine, I decided to, to have some beers, you know. You know, and, quarantine actually uh, – means 40 days i think so i've read it and i don't know how really? true it is but yeah so core and teen somehow means 40 days and i think like the ancients you used to have to sit inside for 40 days so it's funny that you're you know you're saying quarantine for 44 days just throwing a little knowledge at you but go ahead go well, back I'm, didn't didn't uh, jesus also go into the desert for 40 days See, that's the thing i read it on some crazy meme where like they took all these 40s and they said this and that and, you know and they equated to you know just be a good person so i just took it like but, you know, court means quarter. So I could see 40 somehow working into there some way, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I decided to have some beers. Uh, I mean, like the first sip of a beer, right, after you haven't had a drink in, what is that, like two months? Like almost two. I, don't, I have no perception of time right now. It's like a month and a half. You're sport, you know, like a month and a half. And, like, look, it's never been my thing, you know. I mean, it used to be back in the day. I shouldn't say that. Like when I was in the band, yeah, I was drinking Jack Daniels and drinking beers. But then as I got older, you know, I just, it just doesn't, like, it doesn't work with me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I, I had to sip and I'm like, oh my God, I could feel like in my body and like alcohol for me is such a stimulant, you know? And I was like, okay, like, uh, I really want to watch Saturday Night Live tonight. I want to be up for it. So this will help me stay up. Right. So I kept drinking. And then like this morning I woke up and when I drink, I just don't sleep, man. I don't sleep. Like it's tossing, turning, like being in so involved in the dreams of being drunk, like while you're asleep, like thinking like, this is real, this is real. And then like waking up and being like, oh no, dude, my head's pounding. Literally like 10 minutes before we were about to go on for the 11, 11, <laughs> I was in my room and I had the ice pack on my head and I was just like, oh dude, am I going to be able to do this? You're dedicated though. But you I have to up, be. You, you went, you fought through it, you know? And that's dude, what's you know, who, you know who I am? I'm like Kanye, dedicated like the Romans. You ever listen to that song, Black Skinhead? Dude, Okay, so the other day, all right, yesterday was a beautiful day, completely juxtaposed against the backdrop of Seattle, Washington outside my window right now. Yesterday was so nice. I was just, I, we did a bunch of stuff, but yesterday morning I went for, you know, uh, weekdays, like I'll push my son in like a vehicle type thing that he's got and get my cardio that way. But like, 
when when I have time, like I'll go on a, like a robust run, you know, and it's just something like I used to like go to um, the gym and I would use like elliptical machines and stuff like that. And I really couldn't run because of a condition with my knees and something called planners feet. I think it's called plantar fasciitis or some shit. Something like that, dude. But ever since this quarantine began, I, I, I was like, I got I got to get my heartbeat up like I would at the gym. So I start running and I just work through the pain. And the pain went away, dude. Like it went away. Like I can run now for a long extended burst and not feel the pain. So yeah. yesterday I'm just like going through the neighborhood, you know, and I make my way out to Germantown Pike. And I usually don't go that way, but I just want to see what civilization looked like. And I couldn't believe how many cars were out there on the road. So as I was running, I just start thinking about my friend Poppy's Bergen. And I posted something about this on Facebook yesterday. I never forget the first time I saw the 202 man dancing. It was such a special moment because it was like, wow, somebody's, somebody, somebody's like doing something, you know? Somebody's yeah. saying to, to society, no, I will not play by your rules and just dance at the clubs or the weddings. I'm going to do my thing on the intersection. For me, it always made me feel great when I saw him. His name's Poppies. And uh, when I met Poppy at Weiss one day, I said to him that, I was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know you make me feel good inside when I see you, you know? And it, made, it, it meant the world to him. And uh, at one point, he was going to be Pocket Dial's backup dancer at one of the top of the world events down there at Whole Foods. But um, something fell through. But, you know, as I was on my run yesterday, I started thinking about him. I was like, you know what, dude? Let me try that. So I had a mask in my pocket, right? So I put the mask on and I had total, you know, what's that word? Anna. <laughs> I had a disguise, basically. And uh, I just started dancing, dude. I was dancing to Kanye West's uh, song, Black Skinhead, that came on my iPod shuffle. And <laughs> I just let it go for like four minutes. Like, I'm talking just like... So you working. rocked out dancing on the street? Like, the, the corner, like, you know where, um, uh, what's it, the Harmonville Fire Company is? Like, right along that busy, yeah. you know, where the well. Valley Tavern. So, like, people were seeing me dance and stuff like that, and I could see, like, their reactions and stuff like that, and it was, like, something that felt good, man. I felt, like, you know, I, I like performing. I like being, you know, in bands, playing bass. I also like doing podcasts. I like, you know, I used to enjoy also teaching in a classroom. So it felt good to, like, do something that was performance art yeah and you work through dance you know and um were there people driving by watching you like yeah you know. <laughs> there was yeah. and they were like you know you know I, could, I had my headphones on so i really don't know what was going on because i was blasting that music but it felt really good and um i just want to give poppy another shout out i mean um i hope you're still dancing some people were asking in the comments are you still doing your thing and before this began i did see you out there a couple times and every time i see him i beat the horn and like looks right at me and he gives me that look so that's just great give him a shout out no, that's awesome. Getting out there, dancing. You probably brought some smiles to some people's faces. They probably also thought, look at this crazy yeah. guy over here, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> which, like, so, like, you know, the, which I had the mask, you know. I had this mask that my yeah. wife wore, which um, brings Did me to Did you make that? Uh, my wife made this. That's nice. Yeah, it looks, it's, it's uh, looks pretty cool. One. It's got some colors. It's got the elastic bands on the side. So I was wearing this mask, and, like, you know, maybe next time I won't wear a mask, and, like, you know, it is Bob Cahill out there dancing on the corner of Germantown. But this, um, I don't think you're going to be legally allowed to not wear a mask and dance in the street. It's pretty much, you know. That's true. Um, which brings me to this next topic I want to talk about with you. Um, so I like, like topics. So yesterday was Saturday. So yes, I did go running. But then also 
I did go out um, into public, right, for the first time in a while to get some supplies because my wife was hard at work and I was like, look, I'm going to pitch in. I'm going to go out and get over my anxiety, you know. So I went out and I went to um, uh, Corporate's um, shopping center, you know. Okay, yeah. It was packed, dude. Okay, I'm talking like panic, panic attack galore for me. I'm like, what is everybody doing here? And then as I started to look at all the cars, I'm telling you, there must have been 60 cars there, but they were all – um meeting there for a parade which i heard horns beeping all day yesterday people had a bunch of birthday like one of those parties. birthday parades yes and that that's like a new staple now yeah. it's a new norm you know yeah it's a uh, drive-by birthdays right you know and listen i think drive-by shootings horrible things now we've taken that we made a positive see how the world's we're growing we you growing. know <laughs> i agree i agree with that um so yeah i did go into barone's beverage you know and uh, i know exactly what you're talking about i know i don't know is that what it's called barone's yeah so what'd you get some what did you get what did you get some claws is that what you were uh, I got tr- no i got truly for my wife truly? and i've always had a soft spot for um guinness and uh guinness? i love guinness a lot of people say they don't like it like when i go to the ale house and i get a guinness i enjoy you know i don't sit there and drink a lot of glasses so i, I couldn't tell you so as a beer drinker but you know, just one nice glass of Guinness. It's really good. I think it's good. I, it's a tasty beer. But after how many days of not drinking beer or alcohol? Yeah, dude. I'm like, ah. Oh. I want a Guinness right now. What time is it? Is it? I I got one extra. You can have it. <laughs> I'm done <laughs> drinking, dude. I'm done. I'm done until like this goes away. I'm not doing it no more at home. Yeah, I know. Um, but like when I was at Barone's, I noticed this type of thing going on, and I went to chat with you about it. Um, yeah. so. If you're watching the video right now, um, you can see what I'm doing. But for the people who are listening to just the straight podcast, I know what you're gonna putting do. a mask on my face, mm-hmm. and I'm showing Keith how my mask looks when I'm wearing it proper, right? Yeah. So my mask is now covering my nose, okay, and it's also covering my mouth, and you can see that you know it's around my ears. I saw maybe a dozen people wearing masks like this and for the people yeah, right? listening i am now lowering my mask so it's yes. only covering my mouth yes and I'm so glad you my nose is wide open it's crazy i don't understand why they're even bothering to wear a mask i've seen a lot of people doing that you're not it's i've seen it everywhere because you know me i'm out doing groceries and things like that still still delivering I see people doing that not i see at least like three people per store doing that like i don't get it What's the point of wearing a mask if you're going to not cover your your well, nose? You know, like, what is the point? What What is the point of wearing, like, and also, too, I mean, some behavior that I noticed that was very odd to me. Okay, so, like, for me, because I have anxiety and, you know, I'm um, trying to do the best I can with this. Before I even think about getting out of my car, I've already got my gloves on. I've got my mask on, you know, and I'm prepared. I saw several people get out of their car. And lackadaisically walk up to the entrance to Barone's or Corpolis. I saw that too as well. And they just take the mask out of their pocket and they just like walk into the store like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they put it on as they're entering. And I'm like, dog, like you've just entered. And I was shocked at how so, so many people just don't understand the principle of social distancing. And the thing about it is this is, I think they're setting all this up to go on for at least months you know what i mean mm-hmm. so realistically they're going to allow us to go back into the wild or whatever you want to call this but you're going to have to have masks and the distancing because 
this thing isn't going away. This doesn't stop it. You know, the, the social distancing only staves off the hospitals being overrun. It, it lowers that. We know that. But, um, you know, we're still going to have to be wearing masks and social distance for a while, I think. Right. I mean, isn't that yeah. why they're saying, well, ha okay, so which you went to those stores. I go to a lot of stores and my wife and I shop. Not a lot, but when we go out, all the stores are like, you got to go up one aisle, then down another aisle, yeah. then up another aisle. Like they're making like, it's very uh, robotic now, the way everything works. You got to follow the rules and then people yell, you know, you get weird looks. It's very weird kind of, it's weird because you're in your house, you're sitting here, like everything seems normal. I'm not wearing a mask. My kid's not wearing a mask. She's sitting there playing on her phone and watching TV. All this seems normal, you know, whatever. Then you go outside and you see the masks and the way everything is now in the stores and the places it's just a very it's a very bizarre change to america is, is the only way i can really put it because that's really what it comes down to it's just not i know we have to do it but it's kind of i guess for lack of a better word irksome to me you know like it's it's and i'm sure other people feel the same way we don't want to wear masks in america we just don't i know we have to but we just we don't you know what the odd thing too is it's just like you know how frowned upon masks were in general right. before all this like if you walked into a 7-eleven or a wawa wearing a mask you would be thought to be somebody who's going to inflict physical <laughs> harm or rob them you know or like yeah. um i keep thinking about um watchmen uh do you watch watchmen on hbo i didn't i was told to watch it by joe norris and i never did joe and i were supposed to do a podcast about that and i sent the wrong I sent him a message to Instagram and he didn't check it, but there's like this whole thing in um, the show where it's like illegal to wear masks and like being a superhero is like, you know, frowned upon. And it's just crazy, man. Cause there's, I mean, like even like in the situation when I go to buy, when I went to buy alcohol, I'm purchasing that in a mask, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like I could just have brown eyes, you know, I used to use Drew Reed's uh, ID back in 2000 to get into brownies there on uh, Ridge Pike. And uh, it's funny because Drew has freckles and like, you know, we kind of looked alike because we had long hair, ponytails, whatever. But he used to go into like brownies, you know, and I'd wait in the car for like five, ten minutes. And then I'd go up to the door and show him, you know, an expired ID. And uh, I remember this one time the bouncer was like, man, dude. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm busted. And he was like this. He was like, man, dude, some dude just walked in here, just looks like you. Exactly. And I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> was it true? It was true, yeah. Oh that's, so <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But um, Thursday was the day that I decided to uh, – Thursday was my brother's uh, birthday, so I just kind of like went to like – Happy birthday, food and Happy birthday to my brother, uh, age 33, same year that Christ was. Crucified on the cross, also a very lucky number on the roulette wheel. Um, so I didn't watch the news on Thursday. So when I woke up on Friday morning – I saw all these things on Facebook and stuff, and I saw like all these memes and these things on Twitter that the president of the United States was suggesting that we inject light into the body and perhaps putting disinfectant into our body to cleanse ourselves in one minute. I don't want to verbatim, you know, quote him because there's a lot of controversy going on with this because he says that he was um, joking with the media or being sarcastic. And I was curious, like, what are your thoughts on this whole Lysol gate. I've seen it both ways. It's funny because uh, I have friends that are like supporting him and saying he didn't say it. And then there's other people saying that, you know, they're crucifying him, saying that, you know, he's going to kill people with this. 
And I, I just don't even know what to believe anymore. It's like you watch media on one section and it's saying, you know, it clearly makes it sound like he said to inject things. And then when you look at it on the other side, it clearly makes it sound like, you know, he was talking about an inanimate object. I think he's a complete moron, but I don't know. I, 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 when I first saw it, I was like, how can a president even suggest something like that? But again, I didn't hear him say it. I just saw a post and I just assumed that he said that. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, I watched I it and I don't, I don't know what to think of it. At this point, someone made a really good post the other day, okay? And I don't mean to get away from this, but someone no, said good. that um, they don't agree with Trump at all. But to want him to fail is not productive for anything that we have. It's almost as if the, like the side of people that hate him want him to fail so bad so that we can get rid of him. But you don't realize that if he fails, we all fail. Like we're a country. And as much as he can be the most horrible person in the world, which, you know, to some people he is, some people he isn't. If he fucks up, we all, we're all fucked up. Like yeah. we have to like kind of, I don't know what it is, you know, but, but hoping for him to fail is absolutely the wrong thing. It's almost as if they're happy when he does stuff like this that can harm people just because they think he might not get elected. And to me, that's like way more dangerous than anything he can say. You're rooting for our country to fail by doing that. Sorry to get off on a rant, but, you know. No, I 100%, I, I 100 the record, I think he's a complete look, idiot. I, I agree, too. Like, as, you know, I mean, look – the thing that's so crazy about this is like, yes, he does say some crazy shit, but he is the president of the United States. And I agree with that statement too, because it's like, if he fails, then we all fail. Now, I mean, the crazy thing though, is just like, it's just so wild that like, okay, so like we're, we're doing this podcast right now. Right. And I have done now 249 episodes. I have no idea how many hours that is of uh, interviewing or, you know, chatting, but I can tell you without a doubt that, you know, the, part of the process of chatting and talking is just a stream of consciousness where you're just firing off things at the bit. You know what I mean? Like you're not really thinking about what you're saying. I mean, at least I try to like, you know, sometimes, but I definitely have listened back to stuff and been like, what, what did I just say? That's not what I thought. And I've actually gone back and like wrote in comments, like I meant to say this, but it comes off wrong is what you're saying. It comes off wrong. Now, by the way, as, fun fact, 10.3 days. If you did, if every one you did was about an hour, how many? 10.3 days of podcasting. Wow. So how, many, how many hours is that? Well, that's, well, you said 249 episodes. You got yeah. roughly an hour an episode. That'd be about 10.3 days. Wow. Go ahead. Back to you. That's crazy so, to think like since 2013, I've spent 10 days nonstop chatting. Right. It's awesome. Um, I love it. I'm trying to hit the, uh, I was listening to Rogan last night, interview Tom Green. And I, I have such a soft spot in my heart for Tom Green growing up. Um, just because it was neat to see somebody do something on television that was completely insane. Yeah. And uh, he was chatting with um, Joe about, you know, he's clocked in over 10,000 hours interviewing. And it's just wow. wild, like, you know. Yeah. But um, back to Trump, I agree with what you're saying 100%. Look, I mean, like, it, it's already been established that he doesn't check. Nobody, like, checks him on his Twitter, you know. Like, he'll, he'll retweet stuff that he really shouldn't or say things. And also, like, when he's in the press room now, like, he's saying stuff that maybe he shouldn't. And then I believe on Friday and Saturday, he didn't answer any questions. And apparently, like, late last night, he was tweeting that he doesn't want to participate anymore with the lamestream media. And it's like, look, dog, you're in the middle of a pandemic, though. You got to. You know what I mean? Like, did you um, did you see Saturday Night Live last night? I kind of fell asleep watching it. I I mean, we have nothing else to do, so I thought it was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Funny thing that you brought that up, I think, and I don't know how it would work. 
but we should do like some kind of like uh weekend update like we film you film one i film the other and we throw it in great. and we can have kevin come in as like one of the side people like yo what's up y'all you know what i mean like they do i think we, we could we, i think I, we could pull it off they pulled it off on a zoom I'm gonna I start, we'll great start writing jokes for, for for this upcoming week. See if we can get something. Oh, we'll do it. We'll do it for next week, definitely. Um, <laughs> I I loved uh, Brad Pitt's uh, portrayal of Doctor. Oh, Smith. totally. And I totally. loved how like he like took off the wig, which is something Saturday Night Live never does, and said you know directly to the camera, "Thank you for your honesty," or something like that. You know, in these troubled Did you times. Watch the whole thing because I know you were saying. Oh, uh, dude, I had the same thing going on with you. Or it's just like I make it to like twelve twenty one. I think right. I saw like a bit of. Uh, I know I saw Miley Cyrus and she was like all red or something like that. And then that's when the thing which you were here it actually wasn't that bad. I love that song. That's the song that made me want to play guitar. I, remember Dude, I actually remember that. It's funny you say that. I remember really well when you, um, years ago, like I remember like hearing the rhythm guitar for uh, Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. And I had it on my iPod and you start playing the chords like at a poker game, I think once you're like, yeah, Bob, I know that one. I, dude, Party in the USA is like my uh, guilty pleasure song. If that comes on in the, in the car, I'm jamming Party in the USA. It's a great <laughs> song, dude. Um, so, yeah, I've never had a problem with her. I mean, like, it, every artist goes through that thing where they become, you know, uh, they get past, like, their 18th birthday and they become, you know, highly sexualized. Like, Christina Aguilera did it as well. You, you don't necessarily have to do it. Uh, which is a really good transition into this next topic, dude. Like, okay, so I have had time to join TikTok. Okay. Yeah. TikTok. Thank God. Okay. TikTok. How do I put this correctly? TikTok is like PG porn. Okay. Like, it is inappropriate for for, for these young people to be using. Like, first off, it's got so much content inside of it, and the, it's weird because, like, I believe on the on our show about maybe a year or so ago we were chatting about how one day facebook will become not cool for kids right it's already happened now like facebook yeah. is just not cool for kids it's more our generation type thing you know so like i like you know join tiktok and like every time i open tiktok i gotta make sure my son's like not standing over me because some girl is going to be you know doing something that's highly sexualized and stuff like that and like look i'm totally all about freedom of uh speech all about you know freedom of uh expressing yourself but I don't have a teenage daughter. You do. I have one right here. You want to hear her thoughts on TikTok? Yeah, I would love to, actually. Guys, come here. Come on, turn off your phone. Come here. I need you to talk. Come here. Come on, stop it. Just, just come on. Just come over here. We, he has some questions. You're, you're beautiful. I got one question for you, kid. Come on, she's got one question. She's been doing TikTok since they were Musical.ly. Now, if you don't know anything about TikTok, it used to be called Musical.ly. It was basically just like a, a dub smash where, like, shut up. There she is. Oh my god. Alright, so so can you just tell me without revealing your face, you can keep it in the covers. What is so cool about TikTok? Come on. Come on, tell he's just okay, gonna so, okay, to the Let me rephrase the question because I used yeah. to be a school teacher and I know I can get it out of you. Come on. Stop being if I told you today that if you can't tell me what makes TikTok so special, your dad's gonna delete it from your phone. Oh, I'll delete it. I know my password. What? I know my password to get in there. All right, I'll delete your whole phone. I'll get rid of all your apps. <laughs> what's 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 so good about TikTok? What draws you to TikTok? You watch them nonstop. You were just watching them. I don't know. What? I have no idea. Kids are useless. They don't even know why. They're just this is it. They're just throwing. Is it because everyone else is doing TikToks? No, it's just 
It's just fun, she guesses. It is. You know, the thing I can say, though, is, like, there's so much stuff in this, though. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't even been able to figure out how to do those dance challenges yet, but, I mean, like, I've only got two posts, um, you know, and it, it's so weird, like, how the evolution of social media has begun, you know, and, like, the kids are taking over again, which I, you know, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, like, I'm just, like, kind of, like, I was like shocked that TikTok was what it was. You know, I thought it was like yeah. something. Really it's it's kind of like a Vine in a way, right? Like how Vine used to be, except I think you can go longer than six seconds. Obviously, Vine was six seconds. So Wait, isn't it weird that Vine didn't last. Like they were just out. Um, I think what happened with Vine is the people that were the people that were really famous that kind of kept the other people's like whatever like you know like you had maybe let's say 10 or 20 top viners mm -hmm. that you know kept the popularity going and kept people going they wanted like a bunch of money from vine they they kind of extorted them in a way and said well listen we're not going to post vines you need us and vine was like fuck you basically and then the whole thing just fell apart i i think like i i i read so much stuff on the internet i don't know how much is real and that was a while back when i read that but that's what i've heard was the downfall of vine so they basically they actually almost launched a vine too then the guy worked it got it all together was gonna launch a vine too it was like a highly anticipated thing and then that fell through at the last minute too they just couldn't get it to work so wow i had no idea um, yeah history yeah, facebook, of facebook is crazy though because it's like um good transition uh here like zuckerberg actually was live the other day i don't know if you saw that I didn't see that one, but I've seen them go live. So yeah. apparently they've added back the function where you and I can go live on Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I haven't been able to try it yet. Oh, man, I don't feel good. <laughs> um, you're, but, you're playing the hangover well, though. You're, you're doing well. I'd be much yeah. worse than you. You know, what, you know what I like to do when I'm hungover? Um, I like to drink like a lot of coffee in the morning to caffeinate myself. But God, dude, I just, I hate it. I hate it so much. I have not been drinking a lot of coffee. My whole regimen now is completely off. I, I don't know. Like this quarantine's changed me. Really? Well, you know, it's yeah. funny you should say that because you, it's changed me too. And like, I don't know if I've told you this. I think I, I chatted about it, but um, dude, I had no interest in hot sauce at all before yeah. quarantine. Never even consumed it. And Which my I'm brother say is crazy to me. I, I love hot sauce. I oh, love hot do? sauce. So yeah. maybe we get like let's do a hot sauce challenge or something. I don't know, but like, so like my brother bought me these two bottles of hot sauce from New Orleans, right? And okay. um, I was like, oh, yeah, thanks, bro. And you know, during quarantine, you're just looking for new things to do. So I start trying it, and I was like, wow, dude, like this really enhances the flavor. And some of them are, you know, they're tasty. Dude, never wanted any hot sauce before, never. Um, and now I'm a hot sauce fan, and uh, I'm looking to do that for the rest of my life. Yeah, see that? If it wasn't for quarantine, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even be doing hot sauce. That's I wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing hot sauce. <laughs> um, but with the Facebook thing, yeah, I just wanted to like bring this up too. Is like uh, you know, I've been doing those top of the world um festivals. Unfortunately, I have to make the announcement here. I, I just can't do them no more because what has happened is I've okay, so we did we did four of them. Uh, I don't know. A lot, right? But um in the beginning, I was able to reach a large audience. And then all of a sudden, I mean, like I, I used to be able to send out like over a thousand invites, you know, and like granted, not a thousand people will be tuning in, but they at least be able to watch the playback, right. right? Yeah. So all of a sudden, the last two ones I did, the Cobain one and then the Quar Wars, I was only getting 50 invites. 
50 invites is I, I can't do anything with that. What it was, was they thought their explanation for it was this is spam when you send out a whole bunch of invites and we're just trying to protect Facebook from spam. In my opinion, it's a clever way for me to pay for advertising to get more people to come to the event. Then Facebook updated on Wednesday, or excuse me, Tuesday of last week before the top of the world. If you updated your Facebook, you no longer could go live within an event. So once that happened, I was just like, dude, I, it's not working, you know, like, so they changed it. So Facebook basically made it impossible for you to keep doing this is what you're saying. Basically made it impossible. I mean, like, look, we could probably still do it, but there's too many constraints on it. So, I mean, like what I would like to do is I would like to start a page like the, the Delco quarantine mic thing, but it's like, I just feel, I feel like, okay, like it's great still seeing a bunch of musicians play, but I've also noticed that now the numbers are down across the board, not just for our festivals, but like, even if you're on the Delco quarantine mic, at like eight o'clock at night, there's 10, 12 people watching you, right? How do we get more people to tune in and contribute more money towards the artists? You know, like there's gotta be a way, but I'm also starting to think now that we're like past that curve. I'm we starting flatten to- flatten the musical curve too. Yeah, past the music curve. Like, okay, so the thing well, is- there's like, gonna be curve for everything. Cause you can only take- for everything. And I feel like what has happened is like with social media, when you're on those Facebook things, I mean, like Facebook back in the day too, not even, I shouldn't say back in the day, like even like six months ago, you could like have your phone open and like you could have like a video playing in a small box while you continued to scroll on Facebook. You can't do that no more. Yeah, they took that away? They took that away. I don't away. understand why they did that. I, they did it so they can get people to, I, I don't know. I mean, it's well, crazy. Facebook has to make money somehow, right? So I guess they... Yeah, yeah, I think so. He's right here. He's billionaire, though. You see yeah. that? Right? Can you see that? Yeah, I can see it. That's actually um, a a walking stick from the folk festival, like years ago. My sister, my father, my mother—I didn't actually go, but they attended the folk fest like way back when we were like younger. Yeah. And, um, they somehow won that walking stick. I don't know exactly how, but yeah, it's got like little like painted things on. It's pretty cool. Little uh, mm -hmm. used to be a golf club up there that my grandfather had for the longest time. And then hey, didn't you know, I read that the guy who was in charge or somebody who was like a founder of the folk fest passed away? I don't even know. Dude, I, you know what I did read today on the internet? And if it's, I, I don't know if this is, it's gotta be true. I mean, I, I read it in the, you know, you're from country website, you know, uh, Popeye. Popeye. He's like a country staple. He's an older gentleman. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. You see him everywhere, walking around country. They say uh, he, older they say he passed right? away from COVID. Really? Is that what he passed away from? Yeah. I didn't see. It didn't say anything like that. I just saw that he passed away. It's sad. He was always. Uh, he always used to like. He was like jokingly always used to like fool around me. You know what I mean? Like okay, Same. but you know what I mean. Same. I liked him a lot. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was a very cool and nice dude. Well, it Sad. just sucks, you know? I mean, it's just it's a shitty thing, dude. It's just I don't know if this is too soon or not, but I'm thinking about getting COVID-19-428 shirts made up. Right, you think that that's... COVID-19-428? <laughs> it made me laugh. I mean, like, look, you got to laugh. You know what I mean? Like, also, too, it's like before, like, the pandemic, like, uh, we were in such a state of, like, um, being so PC that it was, like, you know, your freedom of speech was, like, you know, um, tested, you know? and that's good though. Maybe maybe this was like the 
maybe this was like the check that everyone needed. Everyone was just kind of going along, getting to whatever, getting this, like what, whatever it was. This is definitely a, a life check for everyone to say, hey, you know, stop, stop on, what's the word I'm looking for? Stop taking everything for granted. Like get out there yeah. and fucking appreciate everything that you do, do have. I think people realize like, you know, your freedoms and how much you have. If you're sitting around right now saying, oh, my life's horrible right now, then I, you know what I'm saying? Just because there's so much stuff out there. But people before, when we were like able to go out, able to do everything you want, you still had people sitting around saying, oh, my life is so horrible. Obviously, there's going to be people that never, you know, just don't like their life. But what I'm saying is just appreciate the shit you got because it's gone in a blink and now look at us. You know, a month ago, two months ago, we would never think that this is what we're doing. It's just, like I said earlier, just going out is so bizarre to me. Like when I have to go out and see everyone, we went from no one wearing a mask. You don't have to wear a mask now to like, if you don't wear a mask, people like, I read a thing from the neighborhood where a lady was driving down the street and she was mad because outside of the car, she, you know, people weren't wearing masks or something like that. She was a healthcare worker. Long story short. She saw a bunch of people like kind of walking and not not using the mask, and it made her mad because she's going and putting her life on the line, and we don't seem to care. But you know, two weeks ago they said don't wear the mask. Now we're getting like mask shame. Either way you go about it, like every you know what I'm trying to say. Like you I said, like that for a shirt. That'd be a cool shirt. Mask shame. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying though. We're like we go yeah. from like not wearing masks to like mask shaming now. We're like yeah. we can't. It's, it's crazy. I mean, like, you know what else we were talking about earlier with the cats who are wearing them like this, like, you know, like yeah. when I was waiting in line at Barone's, I mean, I know the, the family that owns the place and I was chatting with, um, you know, their son and uh, this one cat comes in, he's got a, the mask like that and he wants to strike up conversation with me. All oh, right. They always want to chat oh, with you. I got to get out of here. You know what I mean? I got to leave. I got I to gotta get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, get I can't... close talkers in the COVID times. You would think that, most, like, I try to stay away. And mostly I'm staying away from other. Like, how do you have a close talker in COVID times? Close talker COVID. Um, yeah, it just, it sucks. I mean, like, it's, it, it's, it's nice to, to, to joke about this because it's still like so very new and it's still so very scary, you know? And it's like, dude, like I heard, I read this morning on uh, variety.com that Tom Hanks's blood is now being used in the creation of a vaccine. Wow. Can you imagine that? Tom Hanks would save the world. Dude, I know it. I, my wife and I last they night- They take the plasma, the, right? The plasma and the antibodies or something like that? Yeah, and something like that. Like I mean, some sort of, yeah, so what happens is, I, I think I know a little bit about it. So they take the plasma, those antibodies, and they use them to treat the people that are actually like sick because those antibodies can obviously help but I've read so many conflicting reports, like people getting reinfected. I, like I said, I don't know what's real and what's not, you know? Yeah. And other people, like, we don't know if it's going to go away in summer. Then other people are saying it's definitely going to go away in summer. Second wave, third wave. I, I like, there's so much stuff out there that I don't believe. And the whole thing with the masks not being a thing, now they are such a thing, to me means that why read anything? Why buy? I've stopped, like, kind of, like, I engrossed myself in trying to learn as much as I could so I can be, like, knowledgeable on the subject when it first started happening. But like everything we said, here's the scariest thing. This is, this is what scares me. And you answer this question for me. Okay. So this is a question. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for 40 days, right? Over 30. They say that the, the incubation period is about 14 days, right? So most of the people, if you've been staying in for 14 days and you don't have symptoms, you're done, you should probably be over everything. You know, if you haven't contacted anyone, my question is we've been doing this for 30 days. We're continuing to use masks and, and do more social distancing than we ever did. 
yet like they keep tightening and tightening and tightening and tightening everything as opposed to like i know they're going to start opening back up my point is like doesn't it just seem like if we were supposed to flatten the curve which we did right mm -hmm. okay so we flattened the curve that that we we didn't overrun our healthcare. that was the big thing that's why we did all this right so we've we've done this for 30 days now we're wearing masks and we're social distancing why can't we go back why are people so afraid to go back to normal now? It's almost like they're like, no, we have to sit in for another two months. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Eventually something like, I don't know. I don't no, know what the question is. Like, why is it still, why is it getting worse? Why does it keep going on? Why is it, why these 30 days have done nothing? You understand? Well, I mean, like the thing that's crazy too is like, you know, I mean, like Georgia is open for business. I mean, apparently, I mean, like barbershops, um, I listen to Google um, News a lot. I, I, I Google what's in the news, I say all the time. And they got this guy on there, man. And it's like a soundbite that I've heard now like four times. He's like, well, you know, cutting hair is what I do. And uh, <laughs> my, it's not really a job. It's more like a social scene for me. And it's like, look, man, we get it. And, um, you know, like, it's just, we've, we've talked about this before. Like, the whole federal and state thing just sucks, dude. You know what I mean? If the president yeah. and, like, Dr. Fauci are saying, like, hey, you may want to wait a little bit longer. Then we should wait a little bit longer. It's like, it's like, uh, I don't even know. It's like being, it's like your favorite rock and roll band. The United States of America is like your favorite rock and roll band, right? But every now and then the lead singer just swaps out. You know what I mean? It's like another guy in charge. And you're like, oh, he's, well, let's follow him. And it don't make no sense, you know, to me. Right, no, I know exactly what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I, like you want one person to be like, you know, or like, Joe Rogan thinks it should be a group of people. I mean, just something to put people. Who's rushing out to it? Like, honestly, if everything opened up tomorrow, if they were like, all right, tomorrow's the day it's open. You like, how many people are really going to rush out to places anyway? I'm not going. I mean, to I would love to know. I mean, I would love to know what's going on. Theater. Right. I'm not doing, even if it opened up tomorrow, everything like in Georgia, who are the people that are rushing out to, to do stuff is what I'm saying. Like you open yeah. up the whole country. How many people are rushing out? I know I'm not. I read there's like an 88%, 88% of people are like, no, we're going to stay inside longer to like July or something like that. And well, of uh, course, because people are, they're completely like afraid by it. You know, they're, they have anxiety. Like you said, you've hardly gone out. I've gone out a lot, mm -hmm. but you know, but I haven't gone out like as much as I used to go out, obviously. My anxiety though, had like in the beginning, it was so bad that like, you know, I perceived that this would be something that, you know, we can't go outside. You know what I mean? Like it just seems so intense. Speaking of intense, you know, I've had the same tank of gas in my car since like it's been so long. I finally ran out of gas. So I had to go to the gas station and I have anxiety, but I did something that was, a, 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 if you have anxiety and you're scared about pumping gas, take a plastic bag with you, put your glove on, then put the plastic bag over the glove, then pump the, gla the gas with the plastic bag over your glove, Pop, 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 fill it up, put it back, take the plastic glove off, boom, double layer to protection. That's also the same place I saw a bunch of people going into the, like the uh, Sunoco um, convenience store there on Germantown Bike. Laxadaisically, just, ah, I got the mask, I'll put it on as I enter. I don't know. I mean, like, are we being too safe? I don't know, man. I mean, like, I. Right, I, that's I, the question. A lot of people, there's, you're going to, it's just like anything. It's just like anything you have, you're going to have people that, you know strongly agree and strongly disagree a lot of people think that we're being say again 
Well, like somebody, like I think George Stephanopoulos said, uh, uh, we're not, we're in a marathon race that nobody prepared for. Right. You know? Yeah. Plus George, George got it, right? George is walking around his town without that. He's just another person that got the mask down low like that, talking on the phone, like walking around town, like, oh, you got the code. What are you doing outside? Like, I want the antibody test. I want to know if I've had it. Cause like I, you that know, would be, would be interesting. They're saying now that it's going to be a schwa, like a, like a, you can just do it in your mouth yourself. You don't have to go to like, a, um, that would be good because I read, I saw something on TV today. We had something on and it said that we're testing 150,000 people per day. Now I realize we're not going to test every single person, but if you take that number and extrapolate it over the whole thing, it would take six years at that rate to test everybody. That's wow. A little math. Yeah. I just God, yeah, divided the you know number of people in the country by 150. But that's if you only tested 150,000 people per day, six years it would take. I mean, by that point, you would hope that we have, you know, a vaccine. But again, you know, you know what sucks? Like, you know, like some people, like, you know, they didn't get their stimulus check because they didn't pay taxes, got lost in the mail. I saw a bunch of news reports saying that a, a bunch of dead people got paid. Like they were sending yeah. checks out. Like, there needs to be something in place if this ever happens again, God forbid, whereas people shouldn't be waiting for money. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be something, like, along the lines like of... it's already like, set up. Like, the fund is already there, kind of. Like a Bitcoin-type situation where it's like, you know, like, oh, we can't get the money to you. But if you go to this website, which is, you know, protected, you put in your social security number or whatever, you know what I mean? And then, bang, you got the coin right there. The money is now directed direct deposit like waiting for paper is 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 weird to me it's always been weird like the mail's weird you know the same thing with like all of our electrical lines above ground you know if you really if you like it's on the run before i start dancing i remember looking at the electrical lines there's so many wires up there dude like what's going on you know what i mean like it's 2020 yeah <laughs> I, I just think that like we need to have better things in place so people don't starve and they don't have to wait in lines for this you know uh, you know, food banks and stuff like that. It just sucks, dude. The whole thing is just, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that, you know, my family is, um, you know, okay. You know, yeah. I can imagine That's the way you got to look at it. That's a great way to look at it. You know, you're, you're okay. Your family's okay. You get to spend more time with them. But yeah, I just hope that people, you know, don't go crazy as it gets warmer and warmer. Like as, it, as the summer months approach, oh. and stuff like that. Yesterday was, wow. You were out yesterday, right? Is that when you were All dancing? Are, yeah, everywhere. Yesterday was a, a gorgeous day, right? No wind. It was, it was Right. I mean, as it gets nicer and nicer, people are going to go out. It's going to happen. We This is America. People are just – it's a very weird thing we have in America because you don't have the right to tell someone you have to wear a mask, realistically. You can't say you have to wear a mask, but you should wear a mask, right? But, again, can you really force someone to wear a mask? I mean, by the, by the laws that we have, is, that, is it legal for them to say, if you don't wear a mask? And then you have this other like, little crazy thing that you kind of start hearing like, oh, if we get these little sheets of paper that say that we weren't sick, and then you're going to have people like, the whole thing, all right, so I have to get scanned on my temperature. Can you imagine if you have to get your temperature scanned, and now they're, they're allowed to say, okay, you're sick, you're not allowed to come in here? It's a weird thing that we're kind of entering you know what i'm saying to tell someone you might be sick you might have that you're not allowed in here is is scary as an american hey here's ty um at least he wasn't like my daughter he came right out and like look we covered a lot of great stuff um 
And it's just, you know, I, my heart goes out to anybody right now who's struggling. Uh, I hope everybody um, continues to wear their mask and practice social distancing. I have to um, end this oh, podcast today. Yo, it was fun. It's always fun. It was a good, I feel, good like, uh, I feel like the beginning of the podcast, like, you know, like months ago, like we were like so young and, and like as we keep going, like we get like, it's like we're getting like more beat down and beat down. It'd be funny to, uh, you know, take little pictures of ourselves because, you know, you got the hangover and everything. It's <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I'm glad you got out there, though. I'm glad you did some dancing. Uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I did. And, uh, you know, I'll film it next time. And uh, I look forward to the next chat. Um, my guest today is Keith DeAngelis. My name is Bob, and this has been another episode of Bobcast. <laughs>